good divine pill family all right i'm gonna make this one short sweet and to the point um but just an observation of an oracle in training but um you can probably see by the title it says it's the prettiest girls right the prettiest princesses and the um the queen that has a lot like the queen with the largest empire right those are the ones where the fortress is solid right it's not no you know you just think you're just gonna walk up and walk in through the fortress and through the castle and into their kingdom or queendom or empire nope 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 it's gonna have you know that huge moat with the alligators with the pythons um there was another animal i was gonna come on here and joke with you guys about it but there was another um thing that's in the water that i was just like oh my god that's i want that in my moat it's a drawbridge there's snipers i mean even the the material that the fortress is made out of and it has like instead of just four towers facing east north south and west there's like eight towers it's northeast southwest north you know what i'm saying like it's towers just all around that thing and and there's armies that you have to encounter in the woods right because the value is there right and and the funny thing is i'm putting the pieces together and that's why i can tell that these are things that i'm gonna have to take time to study before i can really you know knock things out of the park the way that i i I see things coming but i remember and i might have mentioned this in a previous podcast but i remember we were just there like kikiing and laughing and that type of thing and um this guy was asking another man for advice and um so at one point he's uh the the person asking for advice said well i want to go for the pretty girl and the older guy said no do not go for the pretty girl and the younger guy was like why not and he's like no they're too much work they're gonna expect you to 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 put in a lot of effort and i remember just like wow you know but that's that's what that is right the princess hell yeah she's gonna have her um everything in place to protect from getting to the castle and the other one is for you know all of those queens and those empresses that listen you have done the imports and the exports you have the finest linens you have the thoroughbred horses when i talk about the thoroughbred horses anything having to do with horses i think maserati lamborghini anything having to do with cars the horsepower me i love horsepower okay so you have all of those things you have the vineyards within your fortress you have the, the fine dining within your your palace you um you have like the best people in your army in terms of the artillery and the you know the craftsmanship for the things that you need and so the bigger that your imp you know your empire is the more it's going to be on lock the more it's going to be a fortress where it's going to be like you know harder for people to get through and that's how it should be right and that's how it should be and so again i'm just gonna go ahead and sign off and you know one of the themes that i'm I'm running with for now 
until I'm, you know, guided to do otherwise or my attention gets pulled in another direction. But it's just the whole idea that if a man is willing to lie, scheme, manipulate, deceive, right, be conniving, show up as a fox or a wolf to get access to you, right? Um, I think it's about time that us divine feminines start to mastermind how to protect ourselves. What does your moat look like? What do the snipers look like? What does the army look like? What do the spies within look like? What do your bodyguards look like? You know, I'm talking about that, but I want you to think of what are things that you have in place to protect you from being lied to, cheated on, the um, deceived, manipulated, right? How do you protect yourself from the smash and pump? This is the, t- oh, smash and pump, <laughs> smash and dash, pump and dump. You know, someone that's just gonna, you know, at that point you have your moat down. I mean, not the moat, the um, drawbridge down. And this guy just willy nilly walks all in. Trojan horse, right? But that's gonna be one of my running jokes type of thing. Comes in with the Trojan horse, making it appear as if it's one thing, but it's not. Come in, you know, and take and pillage everything, you know, leave with the treasures, leave with the gems, leave with with the booty, right? No, we know that booty is another word for treasure, especially when you're talking about dealing with pirates, right? With pirate energy. And just take for everything because all the defenses are down. No one in the towers, no snipers that, you know, at the top to take anybody out. Drop bridge is down, just open access, no moat, no alligators, no, you know, in, in the water, nothing in place. Like to say, hey, there's somebody that just entered the fortress. <clears throat> take for everything and just leave with that value, leave with that energy, leave with all of your hard work, your self-worth, all of it, just leave with it. Leave it trampled and trodden, brings chaos Right, we've been talking about the difference between a divine masculine and what's not a divine masculine. Divine masculine is not going to come and tear your place up. Now, if it's not a divine masculine, they're going to bring chaos, the 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 ghosting, the orbiting, the gaslighting, the love bombing, right? The the smash and dash, pump and dump. You know. All of those things. Just bringing chaos, leaving your village, your fortress in a worse condition that it was in. Right? Just plundered. And and we had talked about this, and, and then I'm going to get off. But in another oracle that I did, I said, you know, isn't it fascinating that there's two types of, of masculines? There's the masculines that people's lives are better when they come in contact with it. And then there's the type of masculine that when he comes into, into your world and when you come into contact with him, your life is worse for it, right? You're bruised, you're battered, you're squeezed, the juice is squeezed out of you, right? Pumped and dumped, taken and pillaged, you know, just trashed, your reputation trashed, your value trashed, you know? Litter every just chaos, you know, sadness, depression, the cheating. There, there's actually um, post traumatic um, infidelity um, syndrome, like where when somebody is cheated on, people don't really talk about it a lot. 
but I would like to bring awareness more to that too, because it's like, it, it, it's, it's a, a, a trauma behind that that happens. And a lot of people try to just go through life. Kudos to you for that, right? But they just bring in all kinds of chaos into your life. Now they're introducing like, um, you know, the HIV and the herpes and the STIs and just all that uncertainty and chaos, right? And I think that we're at a point where we need to start to, to figure out how to protect our castle, protect our assets, right? To know our, but that means that you have to understand what your value is and then put things in place to protect you, right? And we talked a little bit about how even when you have a wing woman in, in place, you can see that even um, by the very process of them trying to eliminate and take out your your wing woman, you already know what hand they're coming with, what kind of energy they're coming with, right? That has to do with strategy, masterminding for your protection, for your survival in many cases, you know? So um, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my Sunday. I had a lot of fun. I didn't mind um, drilling into the content because... I know that um, there's going to be periods of time coming up where, you know, I, I might just want to take, you know, a couple days off or, or just be in a little bit more relaxed state or I'm not having a lot of stimulation. So um, that's why I'm just taking it for what it is. Like I can always just um, take a day off in the week if I wanted to, or maybe in a couple of weeks, I'll just take a couple of days, but I'm just going with the flow. <clears throat> But um, looking forward to tomorrow, Monday, I'm going to be reading from um, How Rich People Think. And I'm also going to, mm, what's tomorrow? What date? The 17th, I believe. Hold on. Mm, I have a little bit of time. But I'm going to do a 30-day challenge for you guys in, uh, that starts in February. Um, I'm going to re- read a little like booklet that I think is a game changer. I listened to it this morning um, as I was going for my walk, but I think I have to listen to it again because for all of the information that I've been working with, like the, you know, you know, the plane, the wells of abundance and um, stuff in Florence Shin and another favorite is um, the science of getting rich and all of that this one took me for a loop. Like it's just, it's pretty deep. So I'm going to listen to it again before I go to bed tonight. And then, um, I'm going to, I'm going to pre-record it between now and the beginning of February. And, um, it, it has part of the book has to do with a 30 day challenge. I know February only has 28 days, but I kind of liked the idea of you starting it in February because, um, it forces you to go into the, into March, right? Kind of like a snowball effect. And so it's just the idea that, well, you're already in March. So just keep the good habit going and that type of thing. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to doing, to doing next. Um, am I going to do anything for Twin Flame Talk Tuesdays? I, I don't know. Oh, I know what I could do for Tuesday. I can share the questions that you would ask on a first date. Um, The ones that I have as of now, I think it's about 12. And I have two questions for the wing woman to ask. Um, Because we're talking about protection, right? And I will say this. uh, I would encourage more of you, if you're wanting to go and date in the winter, in the dead of winter, right? Um, Uh. 
do the double dates. Do the double dates. Make sure that it's someone, you know, uh, a, a woman that that is just as keen about her safety and your safety and but also understand understands the assignment and can ask the hard questions and you know kind of play the good cop bad cop and i i did a podcast on that one um that you can go back and look at but um yeah it's so funny i'm like it's time for another cat now (laughs) um let's see wednesday i don't usually do anything on wednesdays um Thursday is one of my favorite days because that's when I read from the science of getting rich and I talk about anything I have to do with wealth, money, um, uh, anything with Jupiter expansion. Um, last Thursday I was out, so I, I, um, I didn't get a chance to really do the wealth Oracle or the entrepreneur Oracle, but, um, I look forward to doing that this Thursday. Friday is when I'll do the divine feminine Friday. I think I'm going to, um, rebrand that one or kind of niche it to talk about why you're worth the chase and just celebrate those attributes um and then um fridays when we also do the food oracles i have been really enjoying those and incorporating those things into my into my diet regimen and my beauty regimen y'all already know rosemary is one of my favorites listen i still remember when i read that i'm like it does what to your hair girl and I have, like I like I said, I have a whole bunch of oils here. I have an ever-growing apothecary of oils. Um, just got some more in the mail, but the rosemary's bay. I use it for my skin, for my hair. Um, we've also talked about the another favorite was the lemon, right? And the pomegranate juice. I haven't done that many, actually, quite come to think of it. But um, we just finished doing the carrots. I love the message from the carrot, believe it or not. Um, let's see. So then Saturday is one I'll do. I might do self-care on Saturday or Sunday, depending on how I feel. And then uh, I think I'm going to get back to the sacred energy exchange or the sex sensual Saturday Oracle message. Um, there's there's stuff that I need to learn. And so I think that the approach I'm going to take is you're welcome to listen in as I explore. Um, I have two books. One is Erotic Astrology and the other one is um, um, the Erotic Meanings of the 78 Signs and stuff of the 78 cards. So I will just pull a card and then we'll just explore what all of that means. And then the cool thing is because, um, yeah, actually on the 21st, that's this Friday, what I'll do is I'll pull for Aquarius. I'll pull the card for, um, I'll explore the erotic, um, astrology of, of, uh, Aquarius. That's what I'll do on Saturday. And then maybe the, the next week, what I'll do is, um, just pull a regular card and we'll explore what the astrological meaning is on that one. And then, yeah, I usually take Sundays off, but if I don't do this, um, self-care on, on Saturday, then I'll do it on Sunday. Is there anything else? I still need to pull from the persuasion deck. You guys, that one has been very helpful for me. Um, I've been even getting credits, like when it comes to customer service, um, 
has to do with communication style. So I was going to do a podcast on that yesterday, but I would like to pull from the persuasion deck so that you can use it um, in different areas of your life and get some results like what I'm getting too. Um, So the persuasion deck, is there anything else? No, I think I pulled everything. So yeah, that's the week ahead. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take the rest of my Sunday off. I'm going to do a little bit of a cat nap. And then I have some exciting stuff I'm going to do later today. And I already kind of gave you the outline for what we're doing for this week. I'm going to go ahead and sign off with my what I normally sign off, which is I'm going to charge you with the high vibrational type of love. 528 hertz of love. I want to remind you that you have the ability, the inner locus of control to turn the dial, to tune the frequency, right, of whatever is going on around you to turn it up to 528 hertz, right? Going to charge you with the love of your life. For those of you who desire, right? I want to remind you that you are one of the first love of your life. That you spend 365 days of the year with yourself. You know what makes you laugh, cry, and smile. You know you spend 24-7 with yourself. You know your hopes, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. So show up for yourself, boo. I want to charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates the invisible. And, you know, um, what I love and the reason that I created this podcast, part of it was to share my journey. I really thought I had a hottie toddy of a divine masculine and I was looking at come, looking forward to coming on here and sharing my divine masculine this and my divine masculine that and he holds so handsome and all this, whatever. But, um... Obviously, that didn't work out, and I documented my journey, you know, of how I got here, and now it's about me creating a space for other divine feminines, right, that are in this space and sharing the things I wish I knew and the insights that are more practical, you know, this twin flame journey, this divine feminine, divine masculine journey, it's so much more than just the romance, it's so much more than the masculine, it's about the pentacles, it's about being the best version of yourself, it's about the health, the fitness, the communication, the social intelligence, the real estate, right, all of it, travel, Travel is one that I just look forward to. I We had talked a little bit about astrocartography, but travel also plays such an important role, right? A little bit of politics, um, safety, but it's just creating those conversations, the divine pill, right? Having the conversations that I wish I had insight on when I was new to the game, when I was coming into understanding what a divine feminine is, right? So that's what I mean by, you know, black light and shedding light on the things that are not talked about, things that lie below the surface, things that are all a part and component of this journey, the divine journey that is not talked about. Um, want to charge you with health, right? We talk about health. Um, we've been talking about food. I talk a little bit about fitness. I've given you tips on some of the apps that I use, um, giving you resources on things that pertain to health, right? Um, 
want to charge you with health, with wealth. We talk about the, the, you know, how to get the money, how to get the passive income, the real estate, right? Streams of income. Okay. So charging you with health, with wealth, with wisdom. We've been playing around a little bit with what chess means, right? And strategy, right? Wisdom, it's it's a part of the journey. And we cannot, you know, one of the things I will say this, um, don't ever get confused that I, I believe that we need intellect, we need strategy. I love mastermind stuff. But it was interesting for me to watch you know, some of the younger women handling what happened with um, Asian doll when she was, you know, when they were using the racist tropes against her. And I think that, you know, intellect is so important. Like even when you see what happened with her there, there were still some young black women that were there and they were vocal and they were trying the best that they knew how, but that's why education is so important because they weren't able to articulate and understand the nuances. They knew something was wrong, but they couldn't put the stilettos on the neck the way that they needed to. So I was watching these two to these two women and I actually had to make sure not to recommend because I can tell the energy is a little bit of a mammy-ish. This is baby mammies. Um, but I, but and so I get it. Uh, you know, maybe that was, I'll take it. It probably was a little bit rude, you know, and, and, and they will grow into their own. But when I was watching them talk, they knew something was wrong. They, at this point, cause they just recorded this within like at the last day or two. Um, and when that incident with Asian doll happened, it was like last, maybe like about seven days ago. But, um, they knew something was wrong at this point. They've heard everybody else cover the content, but, and, and it was so close. Like they were going for the fight, but did they understand it's not the preferences, right? It's not about the preferences It's the racial tropes that they were using, right? The Knight Rider part of it. Those are racist terms. That's something that you would expect to hear from a white supremacist, right? So it's not about, you know, it's one thing for you to say, I like him six fig, six figures, six feet, one, you know, muscles, nice cars, nice everything, accomplishment. That's a preference. But when you start to go into racial terms, then that's a problem, right? When you start to call them the night Riders, that's a problem, um, and it's kind of, I will kind of hold myself, you know, my feet to the fire too, because it's like, would I even dare to type in like racist terms? And the thing is that makes it so sad is it's okay to have racist terms for, I think, black women, but not, so here we go. List of ethnic slurs, right? So I don't know. I, I can always cut this out if I need to. But if we talk about, um, so I, this is on Wikipedia, but let me see if I can find one here. They have a whole bunch of terms. And, ooh, wow, that's wild. I just saw some more for, for Black people. Um, okay, here's one. This one, this one, A, if if it gets flagged, then it is what it is, right? But here's a term. It's the one right off the top. Abby, Abe, or Abby, right? The target is Jewish men, 
right? From the proper name Abraham, right? So making fun of their their ethnicity. You could never have the audacity or the like, you know, to say or do that to someone. And that's what the issue is. It was the racial tropes that they were putting. It's one thing for you to say, you know, I I like you know, tall, dark, and handsome, six-figure earner, muscular. But when you start going into calling people Abbeys and start calling people like, um, what is another one here too? And white women, white acting black women. While Miss Anne just plain Anne is a derisive Reference to white women, it is also applied to any black woman who is deemed to be acting as though she's white, you know. Um, uh, what's another one here? Banana. Can you imagine if they had gone in there and be like, I don't date bananas. Yellow on the outside, white on, white on the inside used primarily by East or Southeast Asians for other East or Southeast Asian who are perceived or assimilated as mainstream American culture. Right? I don't really, you know, this is not my thing. So, but that's just crazy. Camel Jack, jockey, right? It's one thing if I say, well, you know what? The, I, I don't, what's his name? Um, Let me see here. Hold on. Uh, Amru Foodle. Um, Amru Foodle from Fresh and Fit, right? Would it have been appropriate for me to, it's one thing for me to say, I don't really, he's not my phenotype. You know, he's not tall. He is dark, but he's not handsome. He's not, he's not muscular. Um, From what I heard in these streets, he's not really, you know, doesn't have the swag, you know, or the persona to pull things off. May have a little bit of money here or there, but personally not my type. Now, but the racial trope, the issue, what the problem is, is if I had said, I don't, I don't be with messing around with no camel jockeys. You see what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I say all of that to say, like, I think it's important for divine feminists to to I'm always going to be an advocate for education, for intellect, for strategy, um, articulation. And, um, and so you saw that they had a hard time, the ones that stayed behind trying to articulate it. I see some of the younger women, you know, um, being vocal, but um, we got to sharpen up her game, you know, and I get it because when I was that age, I really like legit that would have caught me off guard. I would have been like, oh, this is not cool, you know, but that's what these conversations are about. When Asian doll left, the, the rest of them should have left too. Um, or if you're going to stay back, at least be able to say like, I understand a preference, but what you're not going to do is use the racial tropes, right? So that kind of stuff. Anyways, I'm going to hop off. <laughs> Um, you guys have an amazing rest of your weekend. Um, I'm going to intentionally just stay away from anything that's going to make me want to hop back on here until Monday. And then we'll go into how rich people think. And um, yeah, I think that's the only thing I have. Yeah. So, all right. Take care. Be blessed. Oh, yeah. I think I was closing out. So I was saying be blessed with health, with wealth. I was talking about wisdom. Wisdom is important. Intellect is important. 
okay? Health with wealth, with wisdom and prosperity. Those are all the things that are added onto you after the wisdom. And I'm also adding protection. We're, we're starting to talk a little bit more about how to protect yourself. What does your castle look like? How strong is your, your fortress, right? Because the whole thing about chess is how quickly can you take out the queen and who's sacrificing their queen, you know, and your ability to move all across the board and be able to protect yourself and how you want to play, how you want to play this and stay on that board. Okay. Live your best life. (laughs) All right, then. So I am your Oracle in training until the next podcast. Peace.